Blog Talk Radio. Cat Builder Radio Network. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host and business coach Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, helping you to walk in your purpose. Tonight's show is the day before the elections. I know a lot of you may have gotten out there and did early voting, but those of you that did that did not, you need to get out tomorrow and make your vote count. This is a real crazy election. Nobody's sure what's going to happen, so we need you to get out there and vote. If you never voted before, this is the time to get out there and exercise your right. Now, the Cat Builder Talk Show is focused on giving you the information you need to make changes in your life. Information is key. With the right information, you can always make a better educated decision. Tonight, we're going to talk about something that a lot of people are questioning now. The enrollment period for the Affordable Health Care Act is open now. And there's other areas of insurance. When you're thinking about insurance, it's more than just health insurance. So uh, we have an expert coming on this evening, uh, my friend Eric Smith from the EWS Financial Group. He's going to be here to discuss open enrollment and other insurance questions. Along with that, we have small business news with Martin Pratt. He's going to stop through. We haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks. I'm sure he has some great information to give us. And we got credit talk with Ira Royale. He's going to talk about helping people understand more about their credit and what it means to them. Then I'm going to do my Cat Builder Minute tonight. It's going to be about developing your business idea. A lot of people are coming to me. They're tired of being in the same place they were 12 months ago, and they're thinking about coming up with business ideas, but they don't know how to evaluate them. I'm going to talk about that tonight, just for a minute. I'm getting ready to launch a book and a campaign about helping you develop your business ideas, so this is kind of a precursor to that. Cat Builder Events. Tomorrow night at the Urban League, I have canceled the workshop. It's normally on Tuesday evenings. I'm going to move it to Thursday this week because of the elections. I don't want anybody having an excuse. Oh, I had to come to your class. No. Night off. If you haven't voted, go vote. Okay, past events. Uh, the Urban League had their UAGLA Super Saturday, first-time homebuyers workshop. Atlanta Metropolitan College, there were over 250 people there that learned the first steps to buying a home. Hey, so if you don't know how to and you want to understand it, you need to take a look at the next workshop. I think the next one's coming up in January. Also, last weekend was D. Lee Inspires event at the Microsoft Atlanta book signing at Linux Mall. I couldn't make it over there. I was being another engagement, but from what I've heard, it was a phenomenal event. I'm sure I'll be getting uh, Desiree on my back on my show to talk about how great the event was. So I want you guys to take heed to it because there's a lot going on, and we got it all for you here tonight. 
We're going to bring you all the information you need, like I said, to make educated decisions. This is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to come back. We're going to start the conversation off with Ira talking about credit. Then we're going to move to Martin talking about small business. So I'll be back in a moment. Cat Builder Talk. how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Cat Builder Talk. We're going to move right now into Credit Talk with Ira Royale. Ira, welcome to the show this evening. Hey, good evening, Mark. How you doing? All right, man. What do you think of that event Saturday? Oh, I was just going to say that was an awesome event, Mark. I've been to a lot of housing seminars, first-time buyer workshops, and i got to say that was one of the best I've ever been to. The turnout was absolutely amazing. Everybody was engaged. The whole Urban League staff was energized, and it was just a beautiful thing. You know, um, I was, I'm glad that I was invited out to be able to participate, and, um, you know, thank you for that. And it was just wonderful. I look forward to, you know, being involved in more to, um, to come. And anytime you guys need me, just let me know, and I'm there. I love to um, support the Urban League. Yeah, there's we've got a lot of things going on, but not just us, man. There's a lot of organizations that once you get a taste for doing that, um, there's a lot of other organizations that can use your services as well, man. So I was happy to see you sitting out there when I walked in, man. That was a good look. That was a good look. So, yeah, uh, awesome. so what do you got for us this evening in a way of understanding about our credit? Perfect. Well, you know, a lot of people came up to me last past Saturday, and one of the um, consistent questions was, you know, talk to me about inquiries. What's the difference between a hard and a soft inquiry, and how does it affect my credit score? So um, that's what I want to go over today really quickly. I want to give a, a, a glimpse into that so we can get a better understanding. So let's start with a hard inquiry. That's what happens when you actually apply for a loan. Right? When you apply for a loan, it's a hard inquiry, and that has negative impact to your credit score. 
and they say the whole three to five point range, which can differ depending on um, the person and their credit and the type of score model that's being used. So we have a hard and a soft. The soft inquiry has no negative impact to your credit score, and that's for marketing prequalification purposes, when you check your own credit report, and when employers go and pull your credit file um, to look at your credit report, not your score, but your credit report. So hard inquiry, soft inquiry. Hard has negative impact. is based on actually applying for a loan. Soft inquiry, no negative impact. is built around marketing, self-checking your credit report, and employees going in and checking it. Now, here's Let me ask you this question also. real quick. Let me ask you this sure. question. You said applying for a loan. Does it have to be a loan or is it applying for any kind of credit? Like what if I was applying for a credit card? Would it be a hard yeah, inquiry? Exactly. So, um, and we're talking along the lines of auto, mortgage, and student loan. But okay. you're right. I mean, you're applying for a credit card, uh, installment loan. You're actually going in and saying, hey, I want that product, and you have permission to pull my credit file. Um, you know, to use in your internal risk assessment. Let me ask you one more question. You know, you're at the airport all the time, and Delta's like, hey, get free Sky Miles if you apply for this credit card. So if I try to get those free Sky Miles and fill out that application, is that a hard pull? That's definitely a hard pull. You're giving them authorization to pull your credit okay. card. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's not like someone sending you a letter in the mail saying, hey, you know, you've been pre-qualified for – um, this program or this product, and we want you to apply. Or it's not like um, you go into annualcreditreport.com saying, hey, I want to check out my credit report this year and make sure everything on there um, is supposed to be there. Okay. All right. Yeah, those are my questions. You continue. Okay. And so, and what I want to also talk about the inquiry thing um, is so here's the, the confusion. If you're pulling, if you're going and pulling um, or having your credit report pulled, and we're talking about auto mortgage or student loans, and in 30 days or less, in those categories, those inquiries count as one. So say you have five, you go in and someone pulls your um, credit report for five auto loans. Within that 30-day time span, the bureaus or the FICO score is calculating that as one inquiry. So I say that to say this, when you're rate shopping or product shopping, you have to be strategic. Um, you always want to shop within that 30-day window. You don't want to be shopping for 30, 60, 90 days because those inquiries can start to accumulate and really negatively impact your score. <clears throat> That's important because you need to do your research before shopping, know what you're going for, um, know what type of model of your car or what type of home. Do your research up front so you don't have people pinging your credit a bunch of times in that 30, 60, 90-day window. Um, another thing I would say when you're going into shopping is ask what type of um, risk model the company is using. using. That might throw them off because most people don't ask that. But if you're going in shopping for a car, ask them, are you using the most updated FICO score? Is your FICO score only concentrated on auto or is it a general FICO score? And ask them to talk to you about that. Do, they, do you weigh negative and positive items in your credit report the same? What's your time span for inquiries? You can ask them a question and they should be able to bring the finance manager in to talk to you and he should answer those questions for you. Wow. So when, you know, I hear people go to these auto, like Automax places, and they take your loan and run against 20 lenders. So they run against 20 lenders in one day. It's still just one one hit against your credit. It's not 20 separate hits. Yeah. That's right. And it, it gets problematic when they continue to do that time and time again. The FICO score is actually 
um, it's programmed to notice if you're shopping for multiple items or if you're just shopping for one item. Okay. Like the school will know that. Yeah, but we get in problems when we're going like, you know, for months and months, and we're just having people just ping our credit report. You know, you're shopping, and you're you're going online, you're going to the dealership. You know, you're you're letting anybody just take your score and just run it out and um, get all these pings and all these inquiries. Then it really starts to affect your score. But um, so now the newer models, the newer scores, um, there the time span is even longer. It's like 45 days. Um, but I, what I will tell you is the older models were used to be four, 14 days. So a lot of people were affected by this when they would just go out and, you know, just shop, 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 shop. Their score, credit scores could drop because they had a 14 window compared to a 30-day. And now some of the newer models will have that 45-day time span where you can shop. Okay. All right. Outstanding, man. So you ready to – you say you ready to start doing your own show, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I can't wait. I'm going to bring on, you know, bankers, mortgage lenders, um, anybody that wants to, you know, just talk about what they're doing in the community to help uplift people. Um, we'll bring on representatives of the Rare Foundation where they're going into schools. Um, they're helping veterans and they're helping incarcerated individuals provide credit literacy. Um, mm. That's a, a nonprofit that I'm a part of, and, um, and yeah, we're going to bring them on to talk to uh, about what they do and how we're really at the cutting edge of help, helping people um, empower their communities through financial literacy. So, yeah, I'm passionate about this. I love it. And, you know, anyway, I, anytime I can be of assistance and, um, you know, represent what I'm doing and at any local event, I'm there. So how do people catch up with you, Ira? Sure. <clears throat> you can go to, well, you can email me first at Ira at Credit Concepts, that's with a K, dot com. Um, you can give me a call. Um, that's going to be, you can call me at 404-803-2747. We'd love to sit down and do a consultation with you or come talk to a church, nonprofit, university. Um, you know, that's what I love to do. So give me a call, email me, and I would love to be a part of whatever you have going on. All right, man. So thanks for coming out. I'm excited about your show too, man. So we're going to be kicking it off here shortly. All Great. Right. One, Have a, everybody go go vote. Go vote, everybody. Go vote. That's right. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks. Now, that was credit. You know, but you understand your credit. Well, what's more important, you got to understand what's going on in the world today. So we're going to bring back in Brother Martin. So he can come in and talk to us about what's going on with credit. Martin, what's going on this evening? Uh, not credit. What's going on in the small business news? What's going on, man? Hey, bro. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, interestingly, today, uh, I thought it was really interesting in light of what uh, is happening in election. It sounds like, and we don't know the numbers, and, and we won't know the numbers. The thing that they don't tell you about these numbers and stats is you really don't know them until December right before January or after January in the state of Georgia, the numbers I'm talking about, they're saying black people are showing up less and are voting less. In the 2014 election, we didn't get an official report from the Secretary of State until, or the uh, the person in charge of the election commission. Uh, we didn't get that until mid-January and, and then, or slash February. It was real quiet. He released it in 2014 more African-Americans voted in the midterm election than ever before in the state of Georgia. So I, I don't, I, you know, the numbers that the early votes is less and blah, 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 
we really don't know those numbers, and you don't know the exact number until, you know, three or four months later. So I don't believe that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that we're engaged, and I think that we're pushing out there. Now, I do believe today uh, Dr. Joseph Lowry had a I press conference. I think we are, too. Um, uh, yeah, I think Dr. Joseph Lowry had a press conference with a bunch of young millennials around him uh, to express that, yes, the system is rigged. Yes, this is this problems, and there were problems when we didn't have the right to vote. <laughs> so, right. like, it's up to the millennials and this next generation to take the reins and change the system. So, some people are, especially millennials, are saying, "You know, I'm not going to vote because the system's just rigged." It's like, and Dr. Rowley is 95 years old, and Dr. Vivian is 92 years old, and they were saying, "You know, look, we did this so you guys." Could could have the foundation to argue the point that the system is rigged, but it was been rigged. It's not something new because Trump is saying it or something new because Bernie is saying it. It has been. But when you get down to the small business news, today Nielsen released a report, which I put on our Facebook page, uh, about black, connected, and young. So a lot of businesses are trying to figure out, you know, where do we advertise, how do we reach black youth, what are black youth actually doing. And this Nielsen report, which is a free report, is something that I think all small business owners need to uh, sign up to Nielsen, understand what Nielsen does. Nielsen has a a good uh, uh, focus group and a good tap on the black community because of what we read, watch, and consume. Um, and they put out free reports uh, three or four times a year on black women, on black youth, on black people as a whole, and they engage at the the uh, CBC, the Congressional Black Caucus, every year. Mm-hmm. They're tapped the community, and they're giving away this information. So small business owners need to understand if you're selling something to a segment of the black community, you need to know that black community, and you need to have up-to-date information, not stuff from 2013, not stuff from 2012, but stuff from 2016. So it's a great report. Go to the link, give your email address, download the free report, and find out really what black and young people are doing and how they're being connected uh, to small businesses, but business in general, and, and what they're consuming. In that line of thought, the Vine app has been discontinued and Twitter shut it down, the founders got together and they created a new app called Hype. (laughs) And Hype is going to let you live stream like you do with Facebook Live or Periscope, but it actually will let you use recorded video also. So basically, if you think about it, this is something you go live and you have a commercial in there. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The question becomes, is the Hype app going to be appropriate for small business? And that's what we, we pose on our Facebook page. So check that article out. Is the Hype app appropriate for small business? But it's just, just in general, we should know as small business owners what's going on and, and what, you know, what kind of technology is out there. <clears throat> I went to a meeting last week at the Small Business Channel here in Georgia, uh, in Atlanta, and they are located having their meetings at uh, Nancy's. Uh, pizza in um, Nancy Chicago style pizza in uh, mm-hmm. Midtown. It's actually owned by a uh, interesting young man, Michael Glover, 
who's from New York and uh, one of us, you know, has the same mentality you and I have, um, Mark, and he's just he's a good brother, good good people. Um, be a good interview to have. So how he transitioned. Right. Hey, set it up, set it up. Yeah, he, how he pivoted. He uh, closed down around the corner and moved around the around the other corner and open, reopened the same business and was able to uh, then expand because he got he you know he had a bad location and he went bankrupt from that location and he knew how to flip it and started a new location. Stayed on the same franchise, you know, literally moved. I guess like. 1,800 feet or, you know, <laughs> but that 1,800 feet meant, meant a world of difference. One, he was on, he wasn't right. on Ponce and he was on Ponce now. Uh, but he's expanded to a piano bar. It's a beautiful location. So we're going to try to do some events out of there. He wants to be active in the community. It's got a, it's a piano slash cigar bar uh, space and, um, you know, a life likes to sing. So we're looking at some, some things to do there. But well, the reason why I posted that on the Facebook page is because this channel that him and Jackie D set up, Jackie D is the owner of Beauty Water, they are really about small business helping other small businesses. I mentioned them to them uh, too and about, you know, making sure they support the uh, Center for Entrepreneurship downtown. But they are really given. I've gotten two 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 uh, clients from the, the meeting, and and really it's just about other small business connecting other small business and just helping each other out and letting each other know. So I think it's a good it's a good start of a good networking group. Um, the IBM Southeast Credit Union is supporting them and has a lot of interesting things happening over the IBM Southeast Credit Union. So we're going to talk to them a little bit more about that. But they seem to be helping people clean up the credit. And your, your your previous guest, we need to connect him up there because they're doing things with people to get your credit score right up. Like it's not even – it's not a joke for them. They're really serious about uh, – I think it's a $90 million commitment to, to, to you know, getting wow. money and stuff back in the community flowing. Um, but if you look at – it's an IBM employee, you know, Consumer, I mean, uh, Southeast Credit Union, they have offices here in Georgia and offices in uh, Florida. They're right across the street from you, or you are down on P Street. So you guys should definitely be, you know, right across the street. And lastly, we're doing uh, a conference here at Tech Square in December called Girl Pivot. And a lot of women talk about um, girl lean in or women should lean in. Well, we think that women, our premise and our thesis is that women need to pivot. They need to shift, totally turn around, once, you know, 90 degrees, 180, 360, whatever it is, because the focus on women is going to be so great and so uh, necessary and so where we were when uh, Obama became president. What's going to happen is this conversation about women business owners and everything, but the challenge is that women business owners need to get ready for investment. A lot of women business owners are a one-stop shop. Uh, they don't have a tech co-founder or a business co-founder. They're doing something called the, the business plan. That business plan concept is dead. There's now something called the business canvas model, and right. that's, that's what, that's what I use now. You see? Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's what I use now. Yeah, I use right. the canvas. Yeah. So. And so a lot of a lot of women business owners think that, and it's true. It's not saying it's not true that there is a discrimination against women business owners here in Georgia, and particularly, but around the country, 
and women have a hard time raising capital. And it's, it's, it is, there is some discrimination there. But also, there hasn't been, that I can tell, at least in Georgia, a real impetus to get women funded and to get them ready to be venture fund ready or capital okay. ready. So that's what Girl Pivot is going to really focus right. attention on, on getting women business owners capital ready, ready for the investment, ready for the venture. But just the, even the book Lean Startup, most businesses need to be reading that. If you're looking for investment, you need to know verbatim the Lean Startup way. All right. So tell me one question. Uh, the Small Business Channel, their uh, meetings are generally on Monday evenings, aren't they? I've been looking. I think they got one coming up on the 14th. Right, so maybe I need right. to plan, yeah, maybe I need to plan to do a live remote or something from one of their events so that I can go to that would be great if we can get that done right. for the 14th. Yeah. I think there's uh, I, I might try to work that out so, okay. because uh, I want to go because you keep talking about it. It's just it's hard for me to go on a Monday night because we're right. doing this show. But maybe well, we, we can work it out. We can get that done. I know that they can. They can. We, they expect can do like a hundred people at that event. All right, so. well, we can do a live from there. Okay. All right, brother Martin. All right, thanks a lot, man. All right. Hey, no problem, man. Talk to you later. All right. So you heard a lot of very important news, okay? You got to understand what's going on. You heard about credit. You heard about news. Tell you what, I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to do my Cat Builder Minute. And then I'm going to set the stage for this conversation about open enrollment and insurance concerns with Eric Smith from the EWS Financial Group. I'll be back in a moment. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I felt secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mark Parham. I'm coming back to you with my Cat Builder Minute for this evening. You know, and I want to talk about something that's so important. It it has to do with a lot of people are coming to me talking about they want to develop their business ideas, okay? They're tired of being in the same place they were, and they they want to grow. And so what we're going to try to do tonight is give you some information about what's going on with small business and developing your business idea. So tonight... You know, one of the most overlooked steps when thinking about starting a small business is doing a true evaluation of the business idea. A lot of people that I've coached about starting a business tell me the first business day they started, they discovered, they just jumped into it. Their, their very first business day, they just jumped right into it, started doing it, no real plan, just getting out there, making it happen. Now, I'm certain there have been many successful businesses that have started like that, but I'm also certain there are a lot that have failed. Okay, because they did not truly evaluate the business idea. So it's important for you to get that idea out of your head and on the paper so you can look at it. As long as it's in your head, it keeps moving and changing and colors and products and services. You got to put it down on paper. 
you know, when asked, most people don't thoroughly evaluate their business ideas because they think that they have to write a business plan. Just as Martin was saying, there's new techniques now using a canvas. I've developed one. But, yes, a business plan is very important. But at this stage, you really just need to evaluate the business idea, you know. So the idea evaluation tool, I've developed one that I'll be sending out to you. It's going to be in my new book, To Boldly Go. It's going to help you evaluate your idea. But I don't want you thinking too hard when you answer the question because it's where you're at right now. You know, sometimes if you answer the question, if it doesn't sound right, it may be something you need to research better. But when you're going through it, I want to give you the eight areas that you need to look at when you're thinking about starting a business or developing your idea. First, number one is the problem. You need to find out if your problem is a real big problem. Every business is started to solve a problem. You have to figure out what problem your business is solving. Number two is you got to find out who has that problem. These are going to be your early adopters. You know, how bad do they have the problem? These are going to be your customers. Then you got to determine what is your solution to this particular problem, one idea at a time. And number four is your unique selling proposition. Why should I buy from you? You have to really think about what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you're going to bring to the customer that's going to make them continue to buy for you. And once you figure all that out, the next thing is marketing. Number five. How do you reach those that have the problem? Are you going to use the Internet, social media, advertising? What are you going to use? Where are your potential customers? A lot of people want to start out with social media, but maybe your customers aren't there. You need to do the research, find out where they are. And now we get to the numbers. How much will it cost? How much will it cost you to make one unit of your product? What is the labor materials cost? A lot of times people forget that labor cost because it's something that they're doing. And they feel like, hey, I'm doing it because I like doing it. But eventually, you want to grow your business, you're going to have to hire someone else to do it. And they're going to need to be there. And they're going to want to get paid. So how much will it cost? Then how much are you going to sell it for? What price point are you going to set for it? You want to make sure your price is more than what it costs you. Otherwise, you won't be making money, which is number eight. How much money can I make in this business, and is it worth my time? And the last thing I want you to really look at, after you do all that analysis, you need to find out or determine to yourself, is it really even a good idea? Because it's so important that you evaluate the ideas. And we can do this. I, got, I do a lean canvas that I created. I'm gonna, it's going to be in my book. I'm going to hand it out. Send out a link. I've created a survey to ask you the right questions. But this is important because you got to learn that if you don't start evaluating your business ideas, when you try to sell something, you try to get your business started, you try to get funding, you try to get customers, they won't understand what you're doing because you're changing it day by day. You're just kind of jumping out there. So this is Mark Parham, Cat Builder Minute, on the Cat Builder Talk radio show. I'm going to go to break, and when I come back, I'm going to bring back the one and only Eric Smith from EWS Financial Group. He's going to talk to us about this open enrollment that just started and some other concerns that we have about insurance for our personal life and for our business. Cap Builder Talk, real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and 
and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Before we get into this conversation, I found a great article on <clears throat> some of the top healthcare issues that we should have been watching in 2016. And I just want to go down a few of those. I'm not sure if Eric's going to talk about some of them tonight, but one, uh, 2016 was a year of merger mania. A lot of deals took place. A lot of organizations merged, insurers and regulators and benefit consumers. A lot of merging went on. So you need to understand that this whole field has changed. A lot of companies are working together, companies that used to be working against each other. All right. Drug prices have gone up. You know, all of a sudden they're just making the prices for medicines just skyrocket. Who knows why? Nobody can predict it. It's happening. Care in the palm of your hand. Now a lot of people are getting health care through their phones or health apps and things like this. So if you want to stay connected to your physician or health care provider, you now know how to have to use automation to do it. Cybersecurity and concerns. You know, a lot of people are getting hacked, so your information is out there. A lot of things are coming on. I'll tell you one other thing. Behavioral health care used to be on the back burner, but now it's a part of your standard health care plan, which also drives the cost up, okay? Uh, databases, and I'll tell you what, this is something else. They call it biosimilars, but this is a new, near substitute for original drug. All these substitute drugs now are on the market, you know, at one-third the price of the the high price drugs. Are they good? Are they not good? We don't know. But these are a lot of things that are going on. And then now we finally, once again, we're coming around to the open enrollment of health care. And with that said, I'm going to bring my guest on this evening, the man himself, Brother Eric Smith. Man, how you doing this evening? I'm doing well, birthday boy. Let's first start off by saying happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Keep on the low, low, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing for you. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. So, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, talk about what you do, then we'll get into this conversation about, you know, as much as we can this evening. You can probably go for hours on this, but go ahead. Yeah, Let me, yeah. But go ahead and introduce yourself. What? Eric Smith, Managing Director of EWS Financial Group. I've been in uh, insurance and financial services for about 28, 29 years now, and proud to say that Mark Parham and Partech were one of my first clients back in the day. And, <laughs> and, and, and for whatever reason, he, he keeps answering my phone calls. So <laughs> and, uh, you know, just kind of, well, not even kind, but just very excited to be on the uh be on your show tonight, particularly because 
open enrollment is just starting, and many of the ideas that you just expressed before bringing me on are uh, right in line with with what I've got to talk to you about this evening. So, you know, I'm just very glad to be here. And, and again, just proud of you, man, for for really having an amazing program, amazing show. You know, I've watched your growth. Obviously, been a part of it, and uh, you know, glad to see the things are working out well for you. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, that's Eric's voice on all my my drops. Okay, so uh, he's not only an insurance guy; he got some other stuff going on too. But we won't get into that tonight. But let's, let's start the conversation out, man. I am getting about four weeks ago. I got online. I clicked on a health insurance site, put my information in, and I got people calling me from all over the United States talking about open enrollment. You need to work with me, open enrollment. So let's first talk about what is open enrollment. What does it mean to the consumers? What if you already had insurance? I mean, what is this? What is open enrollment, period? Open enrollment is an opportunity for you to get rid of what you have. (laughs) Open enrollment is an opportunity for all of America to reanalyze their current uh, health insurance program, their current health benefit program, and make some determinations as to whether or not they're doing the right thing. Now, at the same time, it's an opportunity for the current insurers to get out of the market and or to raise prices. And so at this point, it's really a, a, a matter of all consumers uh, taking the time to analyze what, uh, what's in front of them right now and look at the fact that at the end of the day, the Affordable Care Act and Obamacare uh, just is simply in place to serve as part of your personal wellness portfolio and program, but not the whole thing. Once you change your perspective on what it really is, then you can take a look at the ways to maximize the use of it as you try to you know, accomplish the ultimate goal of being well and still have a few dollars around to enjoy. So wow. yeah, that, that, that's the, you know, that, that's what open enrollment Now, you, you mentioned about raising prices. I heard an article the other day that it said that Georgia insurance prices may raise 30% from where they were last year. Was that an accurate, could that be an accurate statement? Well, at, at the end of the day, it, it depends on who you speak to. Uh, okay. The numbers that I've seen personally have been more in the uh, 50 to 60% increase. What? And those that, yeah, and those that have been calling me, you know, their their increases have been, you know, as high as, as 80 to 90%. What? And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 it, it's ridiculous what's going on with with healthcare costs, uh, you know, for for the consumer. Now, at, at the same time, you know, when you look at how the program started, with you know some assumptions and with some projections. You know, three years into the program, you know, again, they're, they're realizing the actual cost of, you know, uh, offering this program, the cost of, of executing the program. And, uh, and many of the things that they didn't consider, you know, were how consumers are going to you know, fund their version of the program and not necessarily adhere to the promises that they made. So, you know, there's, there's some additional expenses that, that they didn't uh, anticipate. There's revenue losses that they didn't anticipate, and um, actuarial costs that uh, actuarial um, projections that didn't come true. So you know, you know, it's like any new venture. You know, you, you launch it and you tweak it along the way. And you know, this is the third year. You know, the program is being tweaked, and uh, you know, insurers are, are realizing that either uh, you know their their models aren't working and they're getting out. 
and other insurers are, are realizing that they've got a pretty good model that they want to at least, you know, put into the system and see if it can work out well for them. So, you know, we all are in this journey together. Uh, at, at, you know, there, at this point, there's no choice to uh, – let, let me rephrase that. At this point, many don't know what all of their choices are. Okay, yeah, I think – Thank you right. for rephrasing that. Right, right, right. They all know what their choices are, and that's why my phone is ringing off the hook. And if I could have my brother, I would have so many more agents. I mean, it, 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 this is a big recruiting call, too. I need more agents because the phone is ringing off the hook. People need to know how to really navigate this whole system, and I can't do it by myself. I've got a great team of people behind me helping me do this, but I need a whole lot more. And once you really begin to pull back the onion, look at what the opportunities are just with health care benefits, not only Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act, but just all the benefits that are available and the way to kind of coordinate them, you know, in a manner that, uh, again, takes back to my to my original point, will allow you to be well instead of dollars around and enjoy it. It's a this, this is ideal opportunity. But okay, but based on what you're saying, that if it's gone up eighty, so I mean, if I was paying four hundred dollars, I could be paying eight hundred dollars a month now. Based on what you're saying, as an example, if you are a family of five and making hundred twenty-five grand a year, mm-hmm. your, premium, your premium can easily be between eighteen hundred. No, no, excuse. <sighs> Between eighteen thousand and twenty-one thousand dollars a year. <laughs> Come on now. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when, when, when you look at the premiums of, of $1,800, 2200 $2, a month, yeah, easily. And so, you know that that's the bad news. The good news is that when you talk to somebody like me or somebody on my team. There's a number of ways to really navigate that whole system where you're getting a ton of great benefits at a price point that's 60 to 70% less than what you have in your inbox, done in a way that, and I guess I can't do it for everybody, but, but done in a way, you know, where, you know, penalties and you've got great health care and, and you've got peace of mind and, and uh, a piece of change in your pocket at the same time. And so... You know, but but it takes you know a little bit of understanding just the marketplace and and where the opportunities are and how to coordinate them and, and how to you know package a program whereby you know you, you'll get all these benefits. But uh, but there is indeed a way to navigate it. Um, employers, you know, that are, are are taking these big hits, you know, with premium increases as well, yet and still trying to run a profitable business, yet and still trying to maintain quality employees that are looking at them. Well, I need, you know, I got, you know, something wrong with my stomach, you know, my kid just broke his arm and all the other kind of times, just life, life moments that happen, you know, the employees, you know, are looking at other employers that might be able to offer them benefits. And uh, many of the, many employers don't know how to really navigate healthcare. Not well, well let, let's talk about that for a second. But based on what you're saying, I could be paying as much in health benefits as I am for my mortgage. Okay. Depending on how you live in, yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. So yeah. let's let's talk about this this business side. What can small businesses do to help alleviate some of this pressure for employees and things like this? What 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 you you what, what are you talking about? 
well, again, you know, every every business is different, and every goal, you know, for a company and their relationship with their employees, you know, uh, comes in many forms of fashion. You know, some some look at working conditions, some look at uh, working hours, some look at you know telecommuting and what have you. But from an employee benefit perspective, <clears throat> depending on on the kind of budget that the company has and the kind of, of relationship and package that they want to put together for their employees, they can give me a call and we can kind of look at that point by point. And at the end of the day, provide them with a robust benefit program where uh, the employer-employee relationship is wonderful. The people look forward to going to work. They'll, they'll bring excellent employees to the table because they're being offered something that no other company has offering them. And um, and they look at their employee as a rock star, and everybody likes to work with a rock star. Yeah. So so basically, yeah. you're saying that the employer, once they understand the lay of the land, you're saying that group medical benefits are sometimes because it's spread out through the group is sometimes less expensive than the individual memberships or coverage, or is that based on is yeah. that basically what you're saying? Yes, in 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 so many words. Uh, and again, every the, the problem with making a blanket statement like that is mm-hmm. because is because you know there there are so many uh, different employee employer censuses census with the censi configurations mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, of, of employees. You know, and so it's really hard to you know one organization might have an amazing uh, uh, benefit program because it's just all one particular thing. Where another one might have people overseas, you know, young, age, you know, young, old, you know, and 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 the mm-hmm. like. So it's hard to kind of make a blanket statement like that. But the point of the matter is this: Mark. when we sit down and look at what you do have and what your goals are, nine times out of ten, you know, we've got the expertise to kind of help you to design a plan. We're able to maximize every element. Gotcha. And from there, you know, present a package to your uh, to your workforce where it, it's much more cost effective, uh, you know, for the operation. It's much more affordable for the employee. The package that they've got includes, you know, not only uh, uh, health insurance, but it can include you know, life insurance and disability. Yeah. Insurance. Okay. Okay. So we're not looking at just we're looking at insurance coverage. Period. Not just health. We got life, disability, everything. We're looking at an at a robust employee benefit mm-hmm. program that you know that includes all of that, and, uh, and and you know the even outside of that, kind of going into what you spoke about earlier in terms of the different kinds of, of uh, uh, medicines and and, and uh, prescription drugs that are in the marketplace. You know, there's a thing called uh, pharmacogenetics, which allows a physician to swap the inside of your cheek, take your DNA, send it to a lab, and get a 22-page report that will let them know what your body is able to metabolize. Hmm. And what that does is begins to eliminate uh, adverse drug reactions and uh, 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 and, and adverse side effects from taking prescription drugs. It puts the power in the hand of the physician to be able to then write mm-hmm. prescriptions so that, you know, there's an adverse side effect. Now, the benefit of that is this for everybody. One, it, uh, it allows the patient 
to probably reduce their prescription drug costs because yeah. uh, they're not guessing. They're not, they're not you know, throwing darts. Trying this and trying that, yeah. yeah. I see exactly. a lot of times people are doing that, yeah. Exactly. Man. The insurance companies love it because they would much rather pay for that test than for a half-million-dollar amputation or, or organ transplant. Right. So, wow. so they're for the test. Medicare Part B pays for without question. More and more companies are beginning to pay for it. It uh, minimizes uh, time off from work because of adverse reactions and employees being sick. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you can reduce costs, you know, and claims, that reduces premiums. So right. all kind of end one okay. another. And, um, and and it's one of the you know just additional benefits that we're offering through the financial group because you know everybody is either on drugs or know somebody that is on drugs, and if that uh, issue be at least prescribed with precision so that there's no adverse drug reaction, then, you know, the 175,000 deaths last year that came as a result of adverse drug reaction in hospitals will be minimized, claims to be reduced, and, again, we've got a, a, a win-win situation all across the board. And, wow. and so what's happening, you know, it's kind of tying it all together, so now the, the physicians that I presented this to, that are offering this to their uh, uh, to their patients, are now coming to me to get them to give their patients great health care programs. Wow! Because wow! Because that's the more people to come to their office. So right. it's all it's all one you know big uh, big wonderful circle that I've kind of you know created here that I'm kind of offering you know to to the marketplace because at the end of the day, you know, a, a, a healthy person creates a healthy family, which creates right. a healthy community, right. and, and everybody wins in that kind of situation. So, so tell me this. Open enrollment started November 1st. When does it end? Uh, January 31st. January. So what do I need to do to try to figure out what's going on? What, what are the steps that the person – I got health insurance or I don't have health insurance. What what things should I – do I get on and log in to the health Thing.com and try it myself, or how should I make this work? What is your well, suggestion? Call me. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Call 404-721-2338. 404-721-2338. And um, like, like I said, I, I've got I've got a team of folks that are working with me now that uh, can help you, uh, you know, put a plan in place that will address you know, not only your health care needs, but all the other kind of needs that come along with that, determine whether or not, uh, uh, you know, how to help you determine which income to report, because that makes all the difference in the world. Right. Uh, uh, which hospitals that, that will be able to, uh, you know, serve you better. Uh, uh, and, uh, and, and just all the things that you want to need to know to make a good decision, to have a great plan. You know, Mark, I, I, so many of my clients this year will uh, start making great money looking at this, uh, looking at these premiums, thinking that they're going to have to pay these ridiculous premiums, and I can show them a way, you know, where they don't have to pay the premium. They, they don't even have to get the plan. But they, can, it, it, they don't have to get the plan. It won't be penalized, but it'll have a robust plan. Okay, plan, now you're talking. Now you talk. Yeah, I was going to ask you: Is there a particular type of uh, client that you work with better than others? Uh, you know, a particular income range, or do you want to just talk with anyone? Is there a particular kind that you can really help? You know, certain families or 
sure yeah. name well, you, you know, it, it um, let's be clear, be clear about a number of things. Obamacare is great for people if they're making like 100% of the, of the uh, federal poverty level. Mm-hmm. And because the, sub, the, the subsidies are still there, and legally their their costs are going to be you know minimized just based on you know that statute from the standpoint of you make this amount of money you're going to get a subsidy of this amount your plans are going to be about this and that's going to be great for you and there are ways to you know like I said to navigate that very quickly and it's very cost effective and you plan those that are those that are making uh, you know over four hundred percent. And are getting these, you know, fifteen and twenty thousand dollar out of uh, uh, maximum out of pocket levels, and these, you know, fifteen hundred and thirty five to five thousand dollar deductibles. Those are the ones that, you know, this year are really um, going to need my service probably. A okay, lot more. gotcha. All right. Yeah, you know, simply because they don't know how to really navigate that. You never look at the fact that if I don't pay this then Uncle Sam is going to take 2.5% of my household income. Right, right, right. All right, and, so once uh, again, man. So go ahead. I'm, I can, you know, I can but, go on and on and on. I know, <laughs> but so I need you to state again how people can catch up to you, man, because it sounds like, uh, you know, it also sounds like, too, we need to have, you know, maybe during this month uh, we need to talk about you maybe doing a, a spot or something like that on certain issues with it or um, I did, you know, maybe we can do a call-in show, but I mean, you just talked about enough tonight where everybody that in that particular group that you just described needs to at least have a conversation with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so once again, tell people how to how to get in touch with you. All right, my my phone number is four zero four seven two one two three three eight four zero four seven two one two three three eight. You can go to the www.financialgroup.com and uh, you know send me an email from there or send to Eric E R I C at the P-H-E-E-W-S, financialgroup.com and uh, and we'll get in contact with you. but but please give a call got a great got a great opportunities and great ideas for you and I'm sure that we can be a if so, so if there's one piece of advice you can give to people out here about this open enrollment, what would that be? Um, contact your accountant and, and ask him or her what your modified adjusted gross income is. Okay, that's what, that's what you report. All right. And once you find out what that is, give me a call. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but but you know, that that would be the that would be I would start there. All right, man. All right, E, man. Thanks for coming out tonight. Need to have you back so we can talk about this a little bit more. But uh, I appreciate your input, my brother. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. And most importantly, happy birthday, brother. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Wow. A lot of information this evening. We talked about credit. We talked about small business. We talked about this whole insurance thing. I mean... $1,500 $1,500 a month for a family of five? We got to work around that, people. So give Brother Eric a call or call someone you trust that can help you navigate through this insurance thing. And don't just think about health insurance. Think about life, disability. What happens if you get injured? Not on the job. 
How can you still pay your bills? So talk with Eric about that or talk with your insurance agent about it. But you got to get out there. You got to understand, as we said earlier, educated decision making is what's key. So get all the education you can, do all the research that you can, call your tax account, like he said, and find out what that adjusted gross income is. Leave so a listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. I got some great things in store for you the rest of the year. Got a book coming out here in a couple weeks to boldly go. It's all about how to move forward, take your business idea, evaluate it, and start moving forward to change your life. I'll be having a book signing and giving it some giveaways as we're coming closer to my launch date. Going to be launching a campaign about... We're going to start over 100 businesses between now and the next 90 days. I want you to be a part of that. I want you to share your stories. It's going to be a campaign called They Don't Know They Can. So, thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for listening. If you would like to be a guest on the show, contact me. Go to catbuildertalk.com. Click on Be a Guest. I have guests lined up. People asking. They got something to say. You want to make an advertisement. You want to sponsor a show. You want to come on and talk about your product or service contact me be a sponsor help me help you get this message out so hope you had a great show hope you got some good information and i look forward to our next encounter have a great evening